0: i <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) I'm Richard Krause. That's Christine Cardoso. Uh, You're listening to The Rush on News Talk 1010, uh, and it's smart speaker time. This is the time of day. What am I doing here? Yeah, this is. I was wondering myself. Is that why you laughed? Yeah, Jim (laughs) Richards just wandered in for smart speakers, so we'll keep him. But uh, uh, I wasn't really sure why what he was doing here. But Jim Richards, of course, host of News Talk tonight on the iHeart Radio Talk Network, and Faye Johnstone joins us, co-owner. And executive director of consulting firm Wisdom to Action. Welcome to The Rush. Wait, you
1: didn't know I was on the show until I walked in the door? I did, but okay. we were just making a joke right. that it's the smart speakers. Oh, okay. What oh, is Jim Richards
2: I... <laughs>
0: doing
1: here? Ouch.
2: See, even oh, Faye right.
0: agrees. So uh, I said no. nothing. No. No. So Not we'll... so smart. We, we <laughs> will start off on a serious note. Brian Mulroney has passed away at the age of 84. And Evan Solomon said something uh, when we spoke with him earlier on the show that I thought was really interesting. He said... He didn't have enemies. Brian Mulroney didn't have enemies. He had opponents. Mm. And I think that's the main difference between politics then and now. Uh, what do you think, given that, do you think that is why many years after he left office, 30 years after he left office, that people are speaking so highly of him now, including his opponents, because they weren't enemies. They were simply co-workers that didn't see eye to eye. Jim?
1: Well, I mean, Kretchen had some nice things to say about him yesterday, but he kind of threw him under the bus when he, you know, brought in the Oliphant Commission or sorry, not the Oliphant Commission came later when he alleged that uh, Brian Mulrooney had been getting kickbacks to the tune of five million dollars. And so Mulrooney sued him for two Million dollars, and then we found out later that he was taking an envelope of three hundred thousand dollars from Karl Heinz Schreiber, and that Olafant Commission found him to be uh, negligent, I guess. So that tarnished his um it tarnished his uh, reputation for a while but uh, t- to a man the person the thing that we talked about yesterday was just what you were saying Richard that he was able to schmooze the deals mm-hmm. and he was being able to compromise and get things done to a point where there's that famous clip when we played it a couple times last night and everybody talks about the gotcha moment in a debate and it was yeah. when he got jo- John Turner on the fact that uh, what was it about? I, I, I forget what it was about, uh, but he uh, he really skewered John Turner. Yeah, he
0: nailed him in, oh, in, in an unequivocal way, uh, and it was, we've played the clip over and over. Yeah. I think we have it. Let's uh, listen to this. You, sir, owe the Canadian people a deep apology mm-hmm. for having indulged in that kind of practice with those kinds of appointments.
2: Well, I've told you and told the Canadian people, Mr. Mulroney, that I had no option. Well, you you
0: had an option, sir. You could have said, I am not going to do it. This is wrong for Canada. And I am not going to ask Canadians to pay the price. You had an option, sir, to say no. And you chose to say yes to the old attitudes and the old stories of the Liberal Party. That, sir, if I may say respectfully, that is not good enough for Canadians.
1: I had no option.
0: That is an avowal of failure. That is a confession of non-leadership. And this country needs leadership. You had an option, sir. Mm -hmm. You could have done better. Had he not been prime minister, he could have been a radio announcer. That's an amazing voice every time I hear that. But
1: the point, I I guess, my point was that Scott Reid told the story last night of being around a bunch of people. Brian Mulroney was there. And this one guy was going on about John Turner's faults. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the things that maybe were... Uh, torturing him in his personal life, and apparently Brian Mulroney just ripped this guy a new one, saying that he was an icon, yep. saying that if it wasn't for him being in a different point in time, he probably would have been a great prime minister because of what he inherited from the pre the previous liberals and uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. So here he is. That was his opponent. Opponent to your point, and yet was still able to see him as a great orator and a great contributor.
2: Faye Johnson, let's get you in here. Uh, Faye, your thoughts on the passing of Brian Mulrooney and his legacy?
3: Uh, you know, I have to play the "I am 28 years old, was born in '95, so I didn't come of age." I, you know, I know him. I know of him from the history books. I love just naming that I know him from the history books. Um, yeah. You know, from, from I, not I the miss, internet from yeah. the history books. <laughs> Uh, but, I'm, you know, I miss that kind of energy in Canadian politics. And I think there's always a risk that we will, you know, evangelize or put, uh, you know, former prime ministers and politicians on a pedestal. And I, I do have some feelings about Mulroney because of how he handled the AIDS crisis uh, and the relationship with gay folks who had to hound him to even acknowledge that crisis. But I think he was a titan and i think i love a spirit of canadian politics where we don't treat those across the aisle from us as our enemy but win in the arena of ideas
1: i I just don't get the the feeling that you, you know you get the feeling now that trudeau sorry that 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 turner and uh, Prime Minister Mulroney would have, you know, had a beer at some time. I don't yeah. have the feeling that uh, Pierre Polyev and Trudeau are ever no, going absolutely to be in the same room I mean, and have a beer.
0: You know, on Parliament Hill, apparently not uncommon year in years past to be at one another's throats in Parliament. And then everyone sort of at dinner is, you know, joking around and being, uh, you know, it's a much different kind of vibe than we have today. So uh, that was... Interesting. I loved uh, Evan's thought. Not enemies but opponents. And that, uh, I think, is possibly why we're hearing from people on the other side of the aisle uh, from former Prime Minister Mulroney uh, speaking so highly of him today. Uh, More Ontario drivers are being told to install tracking devices at their own expense on cars. So everybody knows that there is an enormous amount of car theft in Toronto right now. Insurance companies, for a while, were paying for these trackers now they're saying ah oh, put them on yourself they're about 200 bucks maybe 250 dollars i think that if you're putting a fancy uh stereo in your car and you are putting in some extras you can afford the 250 dollars uh in order to get good insurance faye what do you think
3: you know i'd say the same thing i think uh if you know insurance companies want to keep these vehicles from being stolen uh in you know owners have as much of an interest on that front as anyone else so i think it's not an unreasonable expense i'm going to keep buying my monthly bus pass and i'll just laugh as (laughs) folks have to help out that extra cash i'll
0: I'll be on that bus with you yeah the the (laughs) the
2: the gen z what are you Faye? but you're 28 years old and you don't own a car because you live in toronto and everything's expensive so you just reminded us yeah not everybody does own a car
3: Oh, this is the awkward moment where I'm the Ottawa one on the call, oh. and let's not even begin talking about my transit system in town. Okay. But uh, you know, it is like I, I walk everywhere or I bus everywhere, and it works well for me. We're
0: listening to the smart speaker, smart speakers, uh, smart speakers. Jim Richards, host of News Talk Tonight on the iHeartRadio Radio Talk Network, and Faye Johnstone, co-owner and executive director of the consulting
1: firm Wisdom to Action. I don't know, Jim. Do you drive? Uh, you know, I have a. My best friend has three cars in one parking spot. So I've been able to. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I had. If I bought a new car, I know I'm on. I don't even know if I'm on his insurance, to be honest. I shouldn't be announcing this probably. <laughs> but it's, you know, insurance is so finicky, right? I mean, you could live right across the street from me, but technically be in a different postal code. Yep. And you could be paying a significant amount, uh, more yep. amount of money. And sometimes it's just because you have a mall in your postal code where lots of cars get stolen from it. So, listen, this is a huge problem. Somebody's coming to you and saying, hey, install this for 260 bucks to save you 240 bucks." I don't think that that's that bad of a deal, right? Because well, it not would that, be a fun but, $500 increase, or you can spend it uh, on, on, on getting this.
0: But, but I key. think it's a pretty good deal, in fact, because you want this thing on your car. Yeah. You want the tracker on your car one way or the other.
1: This person's going to get their car stolen and they're, then they are going to be like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. Because they're kind of doing them a favor. They're not saying everybody's got to do it. They're saying, hey, you're driving a car that is targeted a lot. So you'd be doing yourself a solid here because we can save you still some money. It's going to cost you, what? Two? It's it 260 and uh, instead of 500 bucks, Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, an additional 500 uh, high theft risk premium will be applied to your Honda Accord, unless you have one of these things. Uh, when we come back, the smart speakers will continue. Jim and Faye will talk about uh, Polyev claiming that Trudeau was covering up lapses at a high security lab. The prime minister accuses the rival of spewing conspiracies. Which side will our smart speakers fall on? We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to The Rush on News. Talk 1010. I'm Richard Krause. That's Christine Cardozo. Stay with us. Lots more to come. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Richard Krause sitting in with Christine Cardozo uh, on The Rush on News Talk 1010. And just looking at, we've got some breaking news coming in. Uh, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, a woman was mauled by uh a dog? Um and uh, her face was uh, badly injured. Uh, and somewhere on this sheet, I have more details about if they've arrested the dog's owner. And uh, that is uh, breaking news. We'll have a little bit more about this uh, as the police. Here's the headline: Police arrest alleged owner of two dogs that attacked a woman waiting at a bus stop in Rexdale. Uh, we'll have more on that uh, coming up shortly. First, though, let's get back to the smart speakers. We've got Jim Richards, the host of News Talk Tonight on the iHeart Radio Talk Network, and Faye Johnstone, co-owner and executive director of the consulting firm Wisdom to Action. Uh, and someone who rides the bus in Ottawa and doesn't like it very much. Uh, before we left, I teased that we were going to talk about uh, Pierre Polyev claiming that Trudeau was covering up lapses at high security lab. Uh, the Prime Minister accuses the rival uh, Polyev, of spewing conspiracies. Jim, I mean, mm. this is just the way that they go at one another. Sure, uh, th- there is is there really anything of substance to this story? Or is this just uh, them poking one another Can in the Can both of
1: those accusations be right? Because I think they are. Yes. Clearly they were covering it up. And what did covering it up accomplish? It allowed all of these people to go to wherever they wanted to go with their conspiracies. Mm. So in a time when people wanted answers, in a time when Ned was doing his own research, (laughs) you got to do your own research because I'm going to, what, ask 10 of my Facebook friends to give me a like and that's going to be peer reviewed. So I do think that by not providing more information, during that snapshot of time when everybody wasn't believing the government, everybody wasn't believing experts, they were turning over rocks and you know listening and getting medical information from Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I do think that by just kind of quashing the story, that Trudeau did and the, the Liberal government did allow people to, you know, go to go off on all of these conspiracies, but but certainly by not giving us the information at the time that we don't believe that anything serious was done here, but that it does look like they were spying on Canada, but we don't think they got anything out of that lab. Uh, I think that that should have come out and not allowed this kind of stuff to kind of take off. Faye, how do you uh, try and
0: uh, disseminate uh, news that you get and figure out what's a conspiracy theory, what isn't. Uh, do you have a method? Do you just not pay attention to stuff on social media? What is what is your uh, your methodology here?
3: Well, my, my first step is go on X, Instagram, and everywhere else and block Rebel News. Second step <laughs> is do the same thing to True North Centre. And third step uh, is, you know, go to your mainstream, credible media outlets and see what they've got going on. But I do, you know, on this issue... Um, I do think it's it's a lot of noise, and I think I would agree that the government should have been much more transparent uh, about what was going on. But I think, you know, Polyev does seem more than happy to lean in on conspiracy on a number of issues. And I'm just ready for him to be spend a little bit less time being angry. Also,
1: you know, if you think of that time, we have a real serious concern about not ha- having all the information when it comes to... Uh, Chinese election mm-hmm. interference and what might have been going on then. So I don't know if the if you're the government if those things go hand in hand because I know they're separate news stories, but they kind of are silos that are right next to each other that lead people to believe. Okay, what 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 are they doing here? What are they? What are they doing in the in that plant? And if they're doing that in that in that laboratory, then we're more likely to believe that something else is going on. So I don't know if the government is shutting that stuff down for the the same reason, but it does make you wonder. I mean, that's true. A lot of the the, the Pierre Polyev crowd is going to go to conspiracies that aren't. You know, are out of the world. But to summarily dismiss some of these concerns, I think that's just a little too convenient for Trudeau. You're making tinfoil hats tingle
0: all over the Uh, city uh, right uh. now, Jim.
2: Well, this is what we bring in Jim Richards for. It's always entertaining at the very least. Tingly. (laughs) So we'll go uh, we'll continue with the entertainment vibe and we're going to lighten things up a little bit with some movie theater pet peeves. Richard and I were talking about this earlier off the heels of a a new popcorn bucket. It's just going to annoy you when Ghostbusters comes out. That's mm-hmm. another story. But in general, Faye Johnstone, do you have a movie theater pet peeve when you go to the movies?
3: Anyone who turns their phone on, especially if they sit near the front, I am angry, I'm annoyed. I want to enjoy my movie and how dare you bring your bright screen into it?
0: I I will buy that. I think that's pretty common. I mean, I, I don't think anyone wants to have a screen on in and around them and I bet you a lot of the people that do put them on would get annoyed if someone did it to them and they weren't when they weren't uh,
1: using their phone. Yeah. What's yours, Jim? Well, it would be that one, but also the loud talkers, like, I can't take my mom to a movie because she's like, <laughs> what happened there? Who's that guy? And if there are two people with beards in the movies, like, Uh-oh. I thought, why does she hate him? I thought she was loving him. Now it was a different dude with a beard, but like really loudly. So my mom would be one of them. And people who leave their drinks on the floor that when you have to go to the bathroom, you accidentally kick over their drink or something like that. That would be I've got another pet peeve with the movie theater, but I don't if I will only get give it if there's a follow up, please give it. Well, please give it, Jim. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got bed bugs from a movie theater. <gasps> really? It was either the movie theater or a uh, TTC it? transit car. No. And that was 5,000 bucks I'll never get back. 5,000 bucks? In order to get rid of them, rid of them, you have to have these guys come in with these huge propane tanks and they get your the temperature of your home up to like right. you know 70 degrees Celsius. Like really really hot. I yeah. don't know how hot it was, but it's like it's really, really hot in there for a sustained time because they die under heat, and that's the only way you can get rid of them. And for, make sure that they don't
2: come. We heard about your mice yesterday. Now I know. we got to hear about I know. pet bugs. I know. Oh, okay. Exactly.
0: Faye, the reason we started talking about movie theater pet peeves is in the United States. At Empire Theatres, they're going to start selling a Ghostbusters popcorn bucket that moves, makes sounds, and and has lights on it. Are they just asking for trouble by selling something like this?
3: You know, I already don't go to movie theaters – often as is. If they start putting bright light shaking moving popcorn boxes in there, I am staying very, very far away. I got a nice big screen at home, and I'm going to watch it on that one.
1: Wait a second. Is this for all movies or just for Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters it's right for ghost, well, I okay. mean, but I, I suppose if you were going
0: to see Dune, and you passed by, and you could buy the bucket and take it into Dune, but it just seems to me that they spend a lot of time with those pre-show things saying, don't be Tommy Texture, don't do this, yeah. don't do that, and then they're selling something that may makes noise that moves and has lights on it. Yeah. It's
2: like the dentist, right? Don't put sharp things in your mouth or don't don't <laughs> yeah. put don't put your toothpick in and then off they go. They do yeah. the same thing.
0: Well, that was another illuminating edition of Smart Speakers. (laughs) Thanks so much to uh, Jim Richards. Uh, You'll hear him tonight, 7 to 11, host of News Talk Tonight on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And Faye Johnstone, co-owner and executive director of the consulting firm Wisdom to Action. Uh, Jim, thanks, Faye. Thank you very much for being here with us. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the arrest of the alleged owner of two dogs that attacked a woman, at a bus stop in Rexdale, uh, and we're going to hear some clips from John Tory responding to Olivia Chow saying, you know what, I wouldn't have signed this deal for the FIFA Cup. Uh, it's juicy stuff. Stay with us on The Rush on Newstalk 1010.